pain. You can call me Ridley, I go to Hill, Maine. Listen, I'm the baddest in the school, the baddest in the plane. Excuse me, honey, but nobody's in my lane. When you was in New York, you was fucking a Yankee. I was fucking with bass, I was pitching a drink. These bitches so cranky. I'm a hanky, I'm brown. Okay, okay, whoa, whoa, so you guys, welcome to another episode of Cocktails and Conversations with Neil Christian and Jay, aka Bow to Your Leader. Um, I had to play that because Nicki Minaj just made the girls wait for a mixtape from 2009 and everybody was up in a frenzy because they thought that she was going to drop new music. Even though she did drop, I think, about four new tracks, it was the same, including my favorite Nicki Minaj track by Itty, uh, was it Itty Bitty Piggy? or whatever the hell that was that was just playing, that was one of my favorite and one of the most hardest raps that I think that Nicki Minaj has ever done. She's probably done more, but I'm not a barb, so yeah, then there's that. So you guys know how this starts. I do my introduction, and then at exactly 8 o'clock, Jay and I are going to go live. So give Jay a round of applause as he welcomes me, or as I welcome him, so to speak, on another episode of Cocktails and Conversations. Let's go. We are here. Hello. We're here. <laughs> We're. <laughs> I don't know. There was something weird that was happening. So I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you made it home safe. I got home and the time just went and I woke up. I mean, I woke up. I looked up and I was like, oh shit, it's 7.45. So cheers to... Another episode of Cocktail Conversation, Cocktails and Conversation. I'm drinking a spiked Arnold Palmer today. You see, my adult Sprite, baby. It's giving very much that. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Cocktails and Conversation. In case you didn't pay attention to our flyer, we are going to dive into OPP versus the PPP. And if you haven't been living on a rock, you know exactly what's going on. But before we get into everything, I want to get your take on Miss um, Mirage, Miss Onika Mirage's uh, big news that she dropped last night or this big anticipation that she had everyone waiting for since this week. <laughs> right, I was kind of lost because I'm like, what was she going to do? I, don't, I thought she was going to drop a new album. Apparently, it was the same album from 2009 with a few new tracks on it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why 
obey. You have all this money. You have the marriage. You have everything to wake up and be better. Like, all I got from Team Green and Fraction was a bitter, almost 40-year-old woman. Yeah. Like, sis, we know all these bitches is your sons. We know that you are a lyrical genius. We know that you are mother. But, sis, you about to become grandmother. Like, you're pushing 40, sis. Why are you even sitting here contemplating dealing with it? I'm not saying names because it's apparently it's multiple people. Right. Why are, you, why are you even letting people who are in their 20s get under your, your neck so much? Like, it's... And I was waiting for her. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Nikki, and I love mm-hmm. the other too. I love, like, anybody who's a lyricist who raps, who's getting money. And and I appreciate that. I appreciate the hustle. I appreciate the grind. But like I said, all of that, this ain't no TikTok. This ain't no, like... <laughs> it, just seem, it just seems so bothered to me. Take it to a flashback. Right? Like, Nikki, people are dying. Like, <laughs> Well, honestly, honestly, to have fun, like, yeah, we love, we love the artistry, we love all of that, like, real hardcore pen to paper, but like this, it's okay if there's being TikToks made off of music, like, let the girls have fun, people need a little joy after being in the house for about a year, and a half, no shame, right, so, like, all I really got from it was, like, bitter teas, and I'm like, Okay, and I slightly and politely closed it and took my ass to sleep. Right. Well, I'm not really a Nicki Minaj fan. I did. Um, I've my one of my favorite tracks that she did was Itty Bitty Piggy, that was produced by Soldier Boy, who he made everyone know that he produced that today. Right. Like, it's your voice in the back, so we know. But right. I um when after because I didn't watch the whole live, I saw people complaining that she was late. First of all, there's no shade. Like, but her fa- her fans, they are you. They're used to it. They 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 go up for it. Be on time, me. Cause no shade. I was gonna definitely pull if I didn't make it in front of the camera before eight o'clock. If you waited for Nikki, you're gonna wait. <laughs> <for me>. Okay. <laughs> right, but then the same music from like '09. So there was yeah, what. I was so excited to hear new music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I genuinely, like, she has bangers. But, like, soon, like, first things first, soon as she finished her live and sniffling, like, it was giving Kleenex tea. That's neither here nor there. Sis, word of advice. Wait, she cried? Allegedly. I didn't watch it, so only thing, the only thing that I saw that is whatever the shade room and those. You're going to see a lot of. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay. There's a lot of it's just titties and that's it. Yeah, her breasts were huge. Like that's all I'm gonna give it. Period. So for the girls who are in the room that know what goes on, it was given. (laughs) (laughs) Period. (laughs) Okay, so. I, I know that some people like some people were like really looking forward to you like like you said like new music and to hear new Nikki and to like be gloating and talking about her new life as a mother as a wife like what motherhood is like those things but like you said she came back with the same things and then she just re-released the mixtape from 2009 
with um whatever songs were on there and it was just like okay like i said i got through seeing green barely uh-huh. i barely got i listened to about 15 minutes of fraction and i slightly politely turned off my apple music and i carried on with my night because it's given it just gave me bitter baby mama like, right so girl, my I- sister and her best friend are in uh are in the music uh field and we were in Aruba together this past weekend. And there was a song that my sister's best friend, Jay, kept playing called Crocodile Teeth that he said that she was going to be on the remix of. But, like, hearing this, I'm like, where? what is she going to say on this track that's going to make it, like, I just, whatever. Um, to all the barbs out there, have y'all fun. I hated the way she looked, by the way. It's no shade at all. It's no shade to the barbs. Like, first and foremost, let me just tell you this. I'm no hive. I'm no barb. I'm no card. I'm no, like, y'all not paying. Like, right. <laughs> I cannot find this Beyonce box and go, yeah, girl, I'm a little short. I'm one of your biggest fans. Right. And, oh, yeah, I love you. Like, XO. Like, <laughs> so, you know, people who are diehard fans, like that, where they they're fighting. Yeah. They're like, cyber bullying. Yeah, because the girls will the girls will check you in the streets. Like this, the girl she's she's going to be forty. Like no shade, thirty eight. Okay, is that how old she is? Thirty eight. You're forty. Yeah, if 40. you round it up, it's forty. So wait, before how did you feel about the outfit? We're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I, I already got a duck and dodge now and said something since. All I'm going to say is this. It's not giving that. Okay. Like, it's not giving that. Um, there was someone that some I even... What do you say? Some girls are just not fashion girls. No shade. But, and they'll get me wrong because you just look, bitch. I'm squeezing this fucking thing wrong right now. <laughs> but my titties ain't hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Well, uh, Nigel said he hated it, and someone put, like, the 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 weird emoji face. I didn't like it. I I never like when a person wears that much of a logo, especially at her status. I feel like any time at her status, if she's going to make an appearance, just like the other day when she wore that, um, when she wore the Bottega sandals and the, whatever that dress was, the dress was, like, $90, but it looks cute on her. It was simple, or whatever, but then to then get on this live that everyone's waiting for and you're fended out, and this ponytail that looks like it was scalping her, and then someone posted, and I reposted the look that uh, Little Kim did when she was on the episode of Brandy, and the exact same look. I feel like our people are doing that on purpose. People are doing that on purpose. Let me tell you something right now. If there's one thing I've learned after being in fashion for so long is that it takes it takes a lot to be original right and when you have someone who has like everything repeats itself so we have been through the 70s we've been through the 80s like twice like the 90s so it's just like it's so easy to do a look and then you go back and you look at something and you reference it and yeah we all know Mother Kim was that girl of the 90s. That's it. No shade. Ooh, she, somebody said Tay needs to be fired. That <laughs> No shade. That wig was trash. See, I'm not doing this. So let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell y'all something right now. Stop playing with me, okay? If you ever realize 
it's very rare you see me say anything on social media about trending topics because this has always been my method. Right. I never know who I'm going to come across in a room and who I'm going to work with in the future. Right. So I keep my kids to myself, okay? So that ain't got shit to do with me, okay? But <laughs> if you are from Brooklyn, New York, I hear them, hear them, Bonnie Barkway, you see all the hear them here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right so nikki's album's out nikki is still bitter we didn't like the way she looked or some of us didn't like the way she looked some of us have plead the fifth amendment where they're not going to say anything at all <laughs> now you said chow you right let me shut the fuck up. well i'm not going to be in the room with any of those people and i i didn't like it i thought the hair was too tight i thought it was too blonde I thought she it was it was a lot that was wrong with it and I feel like at her stature where she is there's so much more that they can do with her and I think she's not a, she being that she's not a fashion girl I get it and we'll move on from here she's not a fashion girl but I just I feel like is there's a reason why she's so mad because they just never get it right with her but I also hear that she's not the easiest person to work with yeah, I hear that all the time, too. So, I, I don't think when she's, uh, if she's, like, going to get get styled or she's searching for a stylist, some of the heavy hitters are not even going to waste their time because if you're hard to work with, they're not going to work with you. Uh, you can't be this video victim forever, especially now. I mean, there's a way of incorporating it with, and making it fashionable, and many of people who have great stylist teams, I'm not going to say any names. Belkalise Almazar? Fine, you said it. So she has that great styling team that makes sure that it's the right amount of classy and sassy. Because I... This. But then also, again, the young lady is in her 20s. Like, sis, you're 40. Right. Put on a... Escada. St. John. <laughs> Valentino. I mean, I, I mean, even if she was to do like a Bottega, a Lanvin, a Lueve number or whatever, it just... Huh? no matter who's dressing her there is going I don't think that that person's going to have a lot of creativity behind it because she seems like she's such a hard person to work with but to give St. John's an Escada I'm that that's my we're going to go on from there because to give that lady that young lady a St. John piece or an Escada piece 40 you, for, but hey 40's not old because I'm right there <laughs> Right now, I am 33 years of age, thank God, and I'm going to make it to 34, thank God. But when I touch 40, it's a St. John. Thing I'm gonna do is be posted up a Nike side of God of the hottest new sneakers. And, and no, it's not giving that. Okay. It's not giving <laughs> right, I, I feel you. I feel you because there's certain things that I can't like get into. But uh, what I really, really wanted to talk to, and I, I know that we have a lot of women that it's giving Eileen fishing. Y'all are not gonna do this tonight. So <laughs> what I really wanted to talk about, I know that there's some married people that watch us or people that are in relationships, and I know a lot of people are 
uh, fans of the Real Housewives franchise. So uh-huh. we're going to set this up where I think the last season, I think of season 13 or whatever the hell that is, that they have Portia introduced or the producers introduced a girl by the name of Fallon to the show as Portia's friend. That's how we knew Portia. If anyone knows how television works, especially in the Real Housewives franchise, when you introduce a woman or man to the producers or to the show, they come onto the show as your friend. Sips sure. cocktail. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a person that pays attention to details, and I watch for things like that to see who's attached to who and how this the show's going to roll, because I do think NeNe needs to come back. I do think Phaedra needs to come back, but they said that Phaedra can't come back because if Phaedra comes back, Candy's going to leave, and I don't mm-hmm. think the show should lose Candy for many reasons. I like Candy. I've always liked Candy. She serves a certain purpose of the show, and she's one of the only ones that's a wife. You just really want me banned from Atlanta. It's Real Housewives, and none of them are wives. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, but, I mean, I do think Phaedra needs to come back to the show in some capacity. So, this girl Fallon comes on. She's a young girl, too. She's married to this African dude, and they did uh, an episode where they went to Fallon's house. And everybody was, like, amazed at how this young girl was living. Her husband comes on, and he, like, lays out a table for them and says he was trained well. Fast forward to now 2021. Fallon is um, on the show. Fallon's not on the show, but she was still Portia's friend. And now Fallon's ex-husband, well, husband, because they're not divorced yet, hey, is now engaged to Portia. Mm-hmm. How does that work? So let me just break this down, okay? <laughs> First of all, let me say, for you girls, spread the words, because <laughs> the girls are reading Portia. The girls are attacking her, some of the girls are praising her. Let's be very fucking clear, okay? All of us have been a Portia in our lives. All of us have a portion in our lives. Let me tell you yeah. something, okay? In my early 20s, bitch, I broke up happy home, okay? If it was an apartment, I made a fair key and I came in. But listen to what you said. You said in your early 20s, Portia's not that. She's also a mother. I'm not saying that. Okay. <laughs> so, but let's because the girls are dragging her. This it's different when you got money, okay? When you playing with money, it's playing with you playing chess. Period. Mm-hmm. All right. That is a certain elevation that I don't understand just yet because I'm not in that bracket. Right. So the moves that she, the portion that she's doing, <laughs> the girls are out here doing that shit just to be MCMs on Monday. And, you know, in and out fucking burgers. Girl, some of you never made it past the backseat of somebody's goddamn car. All right? And you Porsche it. <laughs> My sis went from $10 million to $40 million. No shade. I... I respect it. But let me just be clear, because like I said, a lot of us know some Porsches. That bitch never come up in my house. Okay. Yeah, so here's the thing. Now, I get it with the, the whole $40 million. We have questions. I have not... I'm late. Who we talk? Okay, we're talking about Portia Williams from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. 
who's now dating her, the girl that she... All right, she's looking at the bigger picture. I get it. But here we are. I think it's pretty messy for two... Re if there's, if there's three major points to it, why, what makes this messy. Portia was introduced to that man by her ex-boyfriend or her ex-fiance and the father of her child who was cheersing and lighting cigars with the guy when they got engaged, which seems weird to me, but I don't know what the hell they're giving down in Atlanta. In a certain bracket, you do it. You have to be I totally get it. I get that. Two, two, there's Portia uh, bringing this girl on now to the show as her friend. Mm-hmm. And three, they're not divorced yet. Hmm. So... How many girls have me brought into our circle as our friend? <laughs> How'd that work out? Because I, I can take, I can add a couple of bitches that I call my friend, and I don't fuck with them hoes, okay? Yeah, it's it's just, it's it seems weird to me sharing in the circle. That's how the money stays safe in the circle. <laughs> the problem is Portia took Jay Z's verse a little too literal. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mister Unapologetic eighteen said that they were never friends. And the producers confirmed it. Okay. And there you have it. So, what well, one person's trash, or they don't see the value in, it's another person's thunder. I, so the way it's being, because this is what I've learned about with media and social media, the way it's being broadcast to us, it's like, it's for the mess. It's definitely for the mess. I know for a fact, well, I don't know for a fact, but I would hope that she didn't intentionally do this to be messy. Things do happen. People fall out of love, and then Atlanta just Atlanta is a very tight knit circle. Like, just like yeah, you notice that it's always been with an African man, though. Girl, that's where the money and the they're obsessed best. with the African men. And girl, I'm a lot of king. I personally can't do it because. I need to be number one, and the last thing I need to do is come home to Mundubu, and I see the Okay, Jay, I'm locking you off now. I'm logging you off. I'm logging now. <laughs> That's the problem, okay? I'm not with that, hey there, sister wife. I, nah, I'm not with it. But, you know, all jokes aside, what they got going on is they business. That's their bed. They lay in it. Right. And they got to go before God and a divorce lawyer because one thing's for certain if Fallon is a smart girl she gonna play this shit to her advantage but her dumb ass just proposed to somebody in a bowling alley this whole thing is just messy it just it's given all of that it's but then here's the problem that I have with how they because a few years ago the church and a lot of people were saying that oh we can't give same sex marriages to gay people we can't give them rights because it messes up the sanctity of marriage so what does that do? Let me tell you because Portia's a big Christian. Listen, and you talking to we always we always find a way to dabble in. We go right back to the church, don't we? <laughs> I, uh, in the church, I am a Christian. But one thing that I learned about growing up in the church and growing up a Christian is that some of the nastiest individuals are in the church. And you mean to tell me that you don't want to give me the rights because I love a man and I'm going to lay down with him. But it ain't till we put your ass in the ground that we find out that we got brothers and sisters. And you a whole damn bitch up. So, with that being said, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. 
what is it? What is it with uh, I guess the black men are hiding families because this could probably segue into another thing. Well, when my parents separated uh, like 28 years ago, my dad then had a daughter outside of my parents is my like their union and my parents they were separated, fully separated, but my dad had a daughter and he didn't tell us that he had a daughter. So a lot of you that saw my Instagrams and my Facebook, the young lady that we were on the trip with, it was myself, my sister that looks exactly like me. JB was there. My sister's best friend was there. And our other sister, who we've never actually done anything with, we had a chance to spend time with her on the island. What is it with fan? I don't understand it. Afterwards, my dad called me and he was like, so how was your trip with your sisters? And I said, my trip was fantastic. We got to know our sister. We're going to do it again. We're going to be in her life now. She's 25 years old. So, like, we missed all of that. And right. so I asked him, I said, I have one question uh, for you. Like, why did you take so long to tell her or us about our sibling? And his Jamaican answer to me was, nothing is done before it's time. Honestly, it sounds it sounds like a brush off answer, but it's very true. The the harsh reality of it all, especially with this situation and like the things that we we don't deal with these type of things well because we come from brokenness as a whole. Right. Of the yeah, black people. And that stems from our ancestors being torn apart. Right. And ten times out of ten, when we do have a joint family, we hold it and we make it so sacred. So we don't deal well with things like our parents splitting up from our, you know, biological fathers or like divorce or things of that nature. And then like these two individuals, they go and they have their, they live their lives and they fall in love again and they conceive and they have other children. And we're so headstrong in our family ways that first things first, the, and I'm guilty of it too because my father has others siblings, I mean kids, pardon me, like, and I'm not really that close to him, but like, for instance, your dad comes and says, you got a sister, that bitch ain't my sister. <laughs> like, <laughs> my sister, right. or that ain't my fucking effing brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have that mentality. Right. So, it's, you have to learn how to just kind of ease that in there in the African-American community because... It's something that does exist, but unfortunately, because we are so broken as people and we're so independent that it's like, once you leave our life, you leave our life. And then if you try to come back to our life with something new, it's given, I don't want that. Versus the white keys, it's given, (laughs) we're just going to blend the family. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I just had a sister. Like, you know, like it's... Very different, you know what I'm saying? Because they've always been together. Right. Sometimes two together, aka, hi, I married my cousin. We, uh, ew. Anyway, so. Someone said, know. yes, it's still in the Caribbean community too, and it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, well, you know, I come from a Caribbean background, and like, I had a yeah. chance to like really sit down and talk to my sister, and that like 25 years of her life, she still didn't know like what what happened or like what went on or where like she doesn't she doesn't know anything all she knew is that there was two extra like siblings that she had that look exactly like our dad she looks like us but we have no relationship he did not marry her mother 
He didn't, uh, he was with her mother. They conceived the child. They're not together now. She's 25 years old. My younger sister, my sister that's after me is 30. So we, we're not that far apart. And right. I feel like if we were introduced to her earlier, we would have had a better relationship because my sister always wanted a sister and she didn't know she had that until a couple, well, a few years ago. Well, maybe, yeah, like 15 years ago. But yeah. that wasn't one of our topics, but it was like segue into I, there. What I do... Honestly, as, as, and to get back into it, as they now are about to venture on into, you know, each other's lives, and if this is the real deal, like, PJ is eventually going to have questions, and and I don't know if he has, he has kids already. Who's uh, this? Uh, the guy, the African man, he got kids, right? Oh, well, I didn't know anything. I, we don't know anything about him. All we knew that that was Fallon's husband, and then a lot of things started to come out about him, mm-hmm. um, his like how much money he made. There was also a girl that was with him up until like a few weeks ago who was in the car with him. See, that's the problem with us now. Sis, you don't secure, secure your space and earn your place. Girl. Whitney said, who are we calling Eileen Fisher? <laughs> oh, shit. Mr. Unapologetic 18 said that he has five children, which is not far off for African men because, you know, Africa is a huge Christian community and they be- and Muslim, and they believe in being fruitful and multiplying. Right. Well, listen, earn your space and learn your place. Well, shit, with $40 million, he can have as many kids as he wants. That's on her because now you would let me tell you something. This is how you mess it up for people that's just, you know, they trying to get on. Because then you didn't move fast enough. No shade. You didn't secure that fast enough. <laughs> and based upon that photo, you weren't, you weren't dinner table ready. No shade. A lot of these video vixen dishes have to realize that you are just bedroom ready. It is what it is. Because at the end of the day, Portia, she'd probably be nasty as hell, but she's that girl. She's, she's table etiquette ready. If you really want that space, get yourself There was also a picture that dropped today, too, with him in it. The guy, Akon, was in it, and so was Sheree. Sheree was in it. Hello? Oh, well, we don't count her, but hello? But I I wouldn't be surprised if Sheree now comes back with an African husband. Period. Get yourself table ready. (laughs) Get yourself table ready. First of all, learn, learn the etiquette of a table setting. Learn a complete one. And everything ain't about fucking crab legs, okay? That's the problem. Porsche's the crazy. Like if you gonna post a photo in his car after he done put a rape on her finger, you're a crab leg bitch. I got a J. We're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. This is not what we're gonna do. What the hell is a crab leg bitch? What is this? A crab leg bitch? A bitch that be like, when we go out, they got crab legs. She probably want hoops. Good too. No shade. I don't have time for it, okay? You want to smoke hookah at a table. Portia knows to pick up the fork on the inward way and work her way in. Like, no, it gives that. You need to coin that. You have to coin that. A crab leg bitch. That is hilarious. I like that. A lot of these people, let me tell you something. That's the problem. We're not going to get too off topic, but let me just say this. A lot of these bitches are crab leg bitches, and the thing is that you want all this nice shit. You want ATs. You want cars. You want Birkins. Uh, excuse me, not Hermes, but Birkin, and you a crab leg bitch. Like, it's nothing sexy about eating crab legs and you 
people got an AP on, and it's iced out. It now has no value, no shade, if you want to be technical, okay? Stop <laughs> putting all that bullshit in it. It has no value. Do you really think Patek Philippe wants diamond baguettes in his shit? No. Yeah, bro. and that's what everybody's doing. It was all, what's this new watch thing? Because I'm so out of the loop. The, um, the one that Nicki Minaj had on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's only, so, it, it, honestly, it looks like a video game. I don't know. I think they're hideous. Personally, give me a Ballon Blue or a Rolex Daytona. I'm good to go. Okay. I, you know, I've never, I've never been one to like spend money on like jewelry and watches. I don't understand because time is free. But if you're gonna have an accessory of a watch, I think you have to go to the watchmakers and a Cartier Ballon Blue 45 millimeter. This is how we fall short. This is exactly how we fall short as individuals and as black people. <laughs> First thing we get money is we want to go and we want to make fucking chains of ice cream and ghosts and emojis going, ah, and <laughs> giving all of that, okay? What you do is you go get you a timepiece. You get you a Patek Philippe. You get you a Rolex date. Start off lightly. Get, get a date justice. Before you get to a Daytona. Right, right, right. But the thing is that this is stuff that over time it starts to get value. Yeah, like, yeah. Nobody wants a fucking AP that's like decked. I can't even tell time on that. But I don't think all, they even I use it to tell time. Look at them damn hands. They go 5, 10, 15, 20. So. <laughs> okay. Next topic, because I'm not doing this with you. Not the 5, 10, 15. You Good night. Good night. That's enough. That's enough. But if I do come across some really good money one day, or when I just say the first, I really, I, it probably is going to be played out or whatever, but I do want a Cartier Ball on Blue, 45 mil. Or maybe get a Roadster. It's our source. They, I think they discontinued them. Mm -hmm. But a Roadster. I would even settle for a Pasha. Boom. Period. Anyway. Oh, okay. I mean, and that's that and I don't. I wear my I wear I wear my eye watch every day. But if I was to ever do that, those would be the one of the threes or the two of the threes that I would get. The rest of them, I feel like, is just like for what. So, and we say this, and I say this to say to loop it back in once again is that Porsche's not a crab leg bitch. <laughs> she used to be a crab leg bitch, but she learned. They te they taught her. Her mother trained her. Elevate, cause again. Like I said, I've been a Porsche. I've been a crab leg bitch. But <laughs> you sit me at the table and you and you lay out that spread where there's about a good eight pieces of <laughs> I know what to reach for at the right time. Oh, it's the crab leg bitch for me. That's the new one. We gotta get a t shirt. Crab leg bitch. No like girls, like the girls want like y'all. Forever J three twenty one says she's loved alive right now. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So, going into people spending absurd amount of money on things, i.e. the Birkin bags, the whatever watch that <laughs> the Nicki Minaj is wearing, the Audemars Piguet, and all those, the Jaeger Leclute, and all of those things. There was, uh, I was in Aruba, and I was, we were getting ready to leave, and there was a list. That came out. I don't know where the list came from, but a, fr a few friend of mine, friends of mine, screenshot a few names that were on this list and sent it to me in this group chat. And I'm like, "What is this from?" 
and they told me what it was, and they sent me the actual link. So apparently, huh? No, 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 not yet, but they probably will be soon. So they, I don't know if it was the government or whoever was in charge of giving this money out, sent a list out of 33 pages of people that received the PPP loans. And on this list, I wish I could share a screen with you guys. On this list, they list people's full government name, their full address, the amount of money that they received, the company that they said that they own and work for, and the just, it went on and on, like a spreadsheet. So, when we came back to work in June, and we saw the lines at Dior and the lines at Louis Vuitton, and y'all had the line, and Saint Laurent had the line, Montclair had the line, Moose Knuckle had the line, Chanel had the line, and here I am trying to figure out where the fuck all this money was coming from. And I, everybody that I had a chance to speak to that was like, oh, business must be slow and yada, yada. It was slow for us because we weren't the cat's meow. And we were a very, we're a niche, we were a niche brand that nobody that had a PPP loan was looking for until we dropped the Timberlands. That sold out in a week. We sold out twice, but then everybody went back to their respected stores that have, me and Whitney did have this conversation. But... That PPE money, and it was ranging anywhere from $20,000 to $150,000 to the, I heard that somebody that I know got two loans for $500 each, $500,000 each. Mm-hmm. That's a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jail, jail. Let me tell you something right now, okay? The girls who have not gotten caught yet are in hiding. When I tell you, okay? When I tell you, you better lay low. Okay? <laughs> <Thank> you, <laughs> because when I got back to work at my respective day employment, the way that, to me, look, I don't care what you do, all right? Cash is king. Because I know a lot of the girls, like, they like to come in and they be our complexion given hi, my name is Mrs. Chan. Stop playing with me, bitch. Anyway, so, you know, when the girls come in, I'm like, how you want to pay it? Cash. Done. Done. You you want to do what you want to do, give me the cash. But then, it was just so much. Like, the deposits at the end of the night were getting so big. And I'm like, where are y'all getting this money from? I had no idea. I'm like, what is going on? Like, the girls are scamming. Then I heard about the BBP. It literally was just sitting out there, and I'm like, this ain't real. But, like, no, it's legit. Like, right. so we're getting loans, and some fled the state. They got their money, and they took it back to their respective countries. I ain't even mad at you, sis. Here's my problem. Because if you're going to do something illegal, set yourself up legally. No shame. Watch your money, sis. You could have opened the business. You could have did what needed to be done. You literally are going to jail in triple S's and fucking Dior sneakers. How? The Dior slides, because they sold so many of those damn slides. How? It was like crazy. So if you guys aren't familiar with what the PPP loan is and what it was supposed to be for, the PPP loan is for associate paychecks. 
So what that loan is to do, it, what that loan is supposed to do is that anyone that you had working for your company, that loan or that money, that large sum of money was put in place so that people can keep their jobs, so that less people can be on unemployment. So for all of the people that got it at the end of the year or at the end of this year, this 2020 year, because people aren't going to go to jail now because they have to verify and put a lot, it's a lot that has to go into the IRS, the FBI, all of that stuff that backs it up, that has to, they had to get the right amount of evidence because what they want to do from this is that they want to make example of people. They want to throw the book at you. They don't want to just give you a slap on the wrist and say, oh, you're going to jail for 80, week, 80 months or whatever. They're going to start to give people a hard time because what they're going to do is they're going to wait it out. And what's going to happen is that at the end of the year, the tax year, everyone that got a loan, everyone that they claim that worked for them is going to have to submit a 1099 or a W-2 form for working for that said company that got this huge amount of money. So then what happens now is that when those W-2s don't come rolling in and those 1099s don't come rolling in, they're going to now audit you because you have to file tax on that money. They're going to audit you. And when you can't give them legitimately what you that money was going to spend for, like documents of what you spent that money on, you're going to jail. There's going to be a lot of treats by Shayna's rolling around. You are going to jail. On that list, there's so many barbershops in Brownsville zip codes, so many barbershops, so many hair salons. There was like people that were like sole proprietors of just random businesses like fitness businesses and just dumb shit. And we're getting $50,000. together their money to do a supermarket a laundromat nothing that and this when i say there's certain groups of people that probably got the same thing like the italians if you see how they roll and they mob together and they wash their money 
I would have washed that money so many damn times that if I was to get audited by the end of the year, I was able to write a check to the IRS and pay them back this shit. This is what y'all gave me, but I already made it 10 times. I have to realize we're from a different generation. We come, and I, I didn't realize that, and so as I'm getting older, my mind thinks very differently from someone who is, like, a little younger than me. And right. I say a little, meaning only in my 30s. So my mind at 25 and 22 was on getting to where I'm at right now versus I'm looking at other 22 and 25-year-olds that have so much more open to them, and it's just like, all y'all want to do is take photos of money with a bitch in air like this. And, and a pair of triple S's. Yo, those is mad dope. I'm like, sir, can you please put your 20s away? Okay? Like, let's be clear. Like, if you really want to be technical, um, 50 20s make $1,000. <laughs> you have 150 20s. <laughs> that we're supposed to have is the hustle supposed to be to better the community of where you are. You can't be flossing and doing all of that and your mother's still living 4F. I don't understand that. That's the thing. Let me tell you something right now. And I'm going to risk my life. Like, let's be very clear because I have a legitimate job and I actually have a legitimate job. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm shopping bags to take photo shoots. Yeah, it's given that. Like, we all know, and first of all, girl, because, like, a lot of girls like to pop up with the Balenciaga shopping bags. Let's be clear, our bags are gray. So if you ever see someone with a white one, <laughs> ooh, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. <laughs> but, no shade, like, it's not given that. Let, let me tell you something as a shopper, because I have, I hide my shopping bags from the one. But number two, when I buy big purchases or like when I buy ready to wear, did you hear that? When I buy ready to wear, not just shoes and sneakers, when I buy ready to wear and they give me them big ass obnoxious bags that come with garment bags, hangers, girl, I book it home. I don't want you to see me. I don't want you to see this. You don't need to know what I bought. Right. It's not at all. Right, because I'm also getting on the train with my shopping bags. To break it down like that? I mean, yes, I don't give a shit about a paper bag because it it literally just goes in the trash or it becomes a garbage uh, bag in my house because 
I don't keep a garbage can. But I didn't. I was so shocked when I found out yesterday that people are really buying paper bags and the Louis Vuitton boxes and the Chanel boxes on Alibaba and eBay. Well, the most sought after is the Hermes box because people sell fake bags. Yeah, but I. I <laughs> so going back to the fake bag thing. So I don't know if you know. I'm a, a, a source of mine told me that. Do you remember when Chanel kept getting robbed? Mm-hmm. And they had that big Chanel scam on in Soho. Mm-hmm. Did you know that because Chanel is such a smart company and like other companies, did you know that Chanel put fake bags up in the store so that when they robbed the store, they took fake bags? Gag. Gag. So the guys who came, the ones who got caught and they were in on the news with the gun and everything in the Chanel store in Soho, the bags that they took off of the floor were fake bags. So they sold fake bags, sold fake bags, sold fake bags, and went to jail for stealing fake bags. You Gag. This is, but how smart is Chanel to do that? So I think they took something like they said was like forty six or sixty thousand dollars worth of bags, yeah. fake. Gag, gag. So not and then wait, but wait. Let me show you how they really flexed on them. So on top of all of that, Chanel still gets to file an insurance claim on those sixty thousand dollars worth of bags. How you do, right? Right. Right. So all of these, and this is the thing, all of these companies, I sat down and, you know, because I have a lot of free time and I watch the news and I hear all these things about like how these loans and everything's are worked out or whatever. Did you know that all of those companies that got the PPP loans like Jimmy Choo and all those brands that got the PPP loans, they were never supposed to close stores because the, the amount of money that they got were supposed to keep their associates paid. So everyone that got a, uh, a severance package or they got laid off for their job because their store was closing, the company was supposed to still pay them because the government paid the company. Right. So it's it's a scam all around. It's a scam. And how I even, I even know that when we got robbed, huh? When we got robbed in January of last year, 2020, when they count, um, no, the second time when we got robbed in July and June, right before we reopened when they did the, the rating or whatever, something like 75 units was returned back to the store because a few, you said Sorry, what? It's still real. <laughs> Sorry if the shit, I, I, I get it. I totally get it, but he's going to jail for fake bags. That's, that was my, the, the hoopla of it all. But, Given, you know what it's gonna give. It's gonna give eventually the answers are gonna start feeling. <laughs> and it's gonna start to the seas gonna turn brown. <laughs> it's like it's like start getting up. <laughs> but what I was saying was when we got robbed back in June, when we came back, we had to do a full-on inventory. But when we did the inventory, what we did not count was the 75 units that was returned back to the company that they that was actually taken from the store, but the police gave it back. 
So it was insurance scams through the roof for all of those companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting until it's all over and I'm going to be like, so what happened was, I know everything. I want to check or I'm telling. That's it. But like, these companies, they clearly know how to smart scam. Yeah. It's just, my whole thing is, get your money how you get your money, just don't affect my money. Because once I get a chargeback, bitch, I'm coming for you. Okay? (laughs) I hate a chargeback. I hate a chargeback. For the girls that, like, I know a couple of the girls that be like, this, like, let me pop through. I'm like, girl, it's not giving that. It's never giving that. You come to my job, job, you're going to jail. (laughs) Off the door, I'm calling the cops. And if you try to run out, I'm giving them your Instagram handle. Wait, so so people would say, hey, let me come in and start this car? I've had that happen before <laughs> in my career. And I'm giving, now, and if you come to my place of employment, you're going to jail. I remember back in my Barney's days, and I even think Bloomingdale's did the same thing, that if you were in the store and you saw someone stealing or you were, um, you whistle blew or you told on someone they would give you 10% of whatever they got back from the person that was stealing it's given hello this is Neil from co-op I need bags how you feel <laughs> just call me that take the bag don't worry <laughs> <laughs> it was given I, bitch you know how many payouts I got from Barney's when I was there it's given it's Neil from co-op I need bags <laughs> Yeah. I'll hustle, baby. It was was given very hustle because what they would do, working in department stores used to be the bomb. Barney's was the shit because it didn't matter if it was internal or external. If you told on somebody that was stealing, whatever they told, whatever they got back from the person, you got a full 10% of it. I would never forget the time in Bloomingdale's when there was this girl that was stealing. They was going ham. And they had fake money. So they end up taking they end up taking the girls. And it was like shit tons of fake money. Did you know that the director of loss prevention, the director of loss prevention, end up getting fired and taken out for taking the fraudulent money from them and keeping it? What the fuck you were doing? Girl, she was washing it. She was because she was there for like thirty years. Dummy. Play dirty. This is why, I, I mean, me personally, I've never been interested in scams. I'm like, that's why, I'm, like, when I heard the whole thing about the PPE, I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> now, if you want to share the wealth, by all means, sis, by all means. Like, I got a business you can invest in. Invest in my business. Let me buy you some Dogecoin, period. Like, <laughs> let's get it, okay? But just tell them when they come to my door. <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> I, I, oh, I say that. All, people think that I joke when I say that I am not the person to do any scam with because the way I'm built, I'm not built for jail. I, I, I'm I, telling. I've been in a police car one time in my life. Never. And it, <laughs> it was on my own free will. Let's be clear because, you know, y'all girls like to run this shit. I had never been arrested. I don't have no records, none of that. It was to help look for a perpetrator. But to get in that, the back of that Damn car on my own free will and have my knees hit the back of that car and I'm sitting here. I started to have anxiety. I started to have black man troubles. I was like, <laughs> let me 
out of this fucking car. And when I got out, I said, if that's what it feels like to get in on your own free will, I don't ever want to get in. Never. Never. I'm not built for that. Yeah, because I, I already, I already, I have this thought in my mind that if I was to ever get arrested, as soon as they take me like to the booking or wherever the jail is, where everybody's in, and they're knocking on the door saying, "Yeah, yeah, new meat or whatever," they are bidding on me as soon as I get in there. It's giving, yeah, I want the tall chocolate one. That's who I want. And you know what? When you see my little brown skin eyes, you be like, "I want that thick yet." I have to shit. <laughs> It's giving very. They they go. They are going to get. They're gonna bid for me, and they're gonna. I I just not. I Lord, I would never ever ever do anything to end up in jail. It's just not gonna happen. I, I can't do it. Like I just I really can't. And honestly, but like I said, some people that's all they know. And again, I don't knock your hustle. Like the one thing about me is that because I built my career and we built our careers in certain businesses and industries. I don't never knock how you get money because if there's one thing that I've learned from this world and from other uh, races is that you're going to do whatever you need to do to get ahead. And clearly, certain races have been living off our backs for the last 600 years, so that's neither here nor there. But they're doing what they need to do to get ahead. So if you want to scam, you better make sure that you scam correctly because right. I'm old school. The scammers that I know, some of them are locked up or they're, you know, no longer here. Or the people that I that I know, they wasn't scamming to look bad. They had pieces. Don't get me wrong. But if you are a scammer, scammer, if you really roll with the girls, if you know the girls that walked the Diamond District, let's mm-hmm. be very clear. It was like I was always the legal girl around the illegal girls. So they here like, don't come too close to this. I got to get back to work. But... I knew what they were doing. They weren't scamming to just to have nice things. These bitches were buying homes. Right. They were buying homes. They were they were saving money. So when they did do their bid, and when they did get out, they had coin waiting for them. So there was there. There's two things that like tie back to this. So um, the guy from was it Pretty Ricky, who's going to jail also, forty two million dollars in PPE loans, forty two million dollar scam. What the fuck you think he was selling hair? I have no idea, but $42 million is what he got. That's what he got. And he's actually turning himself in, I think, like next week. The other thing was, um, shit, I forgot that quick. Damn it. I forgot. Baby Blue is his name, but fuck, it was something else. I'll think about it, but it was that and then shit. Not even like they bought five million dollars worth of cars and some shit like that. Yeah, he got like he got cars. Do people realize that the minute you drive off of a lot, your car value starts to depreciate? Like, like I guess, I guess. Oh, that's what it was. It was another one of the girls that is on the the show Legendary. She came out in the first. Wait, hold on. In the first episode. And she said that she had gone to jail. One of the fem queens is on it. One of the mother house mother the house mothers. She went to jail, and I think she went to jail for something like fourteen million dollars. And she was she went to jail for fraud. That's, I hope I hope mother was smart. Oh, if you see her, mother was smart. And okay. when you said that it was those kind of girls, 
it automatically oh, yeah. puts me in the mind of those girls. Yeah. Right. Like, those are the OG bitches. Right. Those are the ones who I, I pop my hat off to because it was given, oh, I'm going to give you a look. I'm going to give you a label. But know that there's money to the side for if I got caught. Right. I look at somebody and like everyone. Cause like, hey, Tutu, what's up? To the people that did PPE, y'all really fucked me up. Because now, in retail, we got to go based off the LY, girl. I got a strong ass job. <laughs> y'all right? just fucked up the money, all right? <laughs> well, they're going to have to adjust that because, I mean... Whitney said, didn't we see Casino? I think I started watching. I saw the beginning of that, but I never watched the full thing. But I feel like that's when you go, when you have, when you have the access and whether it's legit or illegit and you have the access to that kind of money, you have to then think, how am I, because I'm, I'm greedy and I can only speak for me. If I had $20,000 given to me for free, my goal is to make that $100,000. And what I'm going to do, if I know for a fact that I got this money, like fraud or whatever, I'm banking $20,000 and sitting that in the bank and having that just sit there and be like, you know what, ma, or whoever, if I ever get caught from doing this, here's the $20,000 that they gave me. I want to just pay them off. I've already made $80,000 from them. That's fine. That's it. And I'm, I'm going to wash my money. I'm like, I need to wash this. Like, laundromats. Things that are, that you can put in the hood. Liquor stores. All of that. That you can make that back. Because it's not hard to make $20,000. It's not at all. But like I said, we come from a generation where you just want to flaunt and you want to stunt your money. Not getting $20,000 and going back to give it to Dior. For clothes that's so only going to last for like a season. That's you do that for a season, you spend all this money on clothes, and then all of a sudden you wanna you wanna be thug live, you get shot, your ass is dead now, we can't bury no rock because he had no fucking insurance. It's also given if I was to ever come across that kind of money, I'm still calling up my girls and be like, yo, can I use your discount? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because while I'm going to close on this on this house Wait a minute, girl, because wait wait now, wait a minute, let me I'm gonna get in your ass about that, okay? Because I need to get let me get you fucking girls together, okay? <laughs> Please leave your goddamn friends in retail alone for their discount, okay? Because first of all, bitch, we got goals to make, girl. Wait to sell. Somebody just said this to me yesterday. My Christian said this to me yesterday. Hey, like, we got goals. Like, yo, let me use that discount. Like, how much is it with your discount? Bitch, do you realize if I don't make this goal, I might not have a discount? What you gonna do then? So if you got a PPE loan, you definitely need to be coming and breaking off in here so I can make my goal. <laughs> So true. That is so true.
Like, come on, bitch. Like, uh, let me use the discount. Can you just come and buy from me so I can open? Okay? It's also given, I saw your name on that list. Like, bitch, let me open, girl, because you sitting here and talk. I'm one of the baddest bitches. Yeah, you got it for fucking 40% off, bitch. Shut up. And, you, and it wasn't your money, so you got it for free. Period. How do these underground railroad bitches, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, because I need some of y'all to be some sojourner truth, okay? Tell the truth, girl. You're fraud. Oh, my God. So the underground bitches and what was it? The crab leg bitches. <laughs> That's it. That's it for the night. So. Look, I said it first. TM. That's all. So don't come out with my Yeah, but you it's to really start calling the girls out and be like, yeah, I saw your name on that list. No don't come asking me for a discount when I saw your name on the list. You got $120,000. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me for nothing. You need to come in here paying full price. And you need to buy everything that I tell you that I need to make my goal with. So let's go. Let's go. Last year, mother was hustling, okay? We shop in men's and women's. Like... No, that's not giving that, right? <laughs> at all. I need y'all girls to, and, and the, 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 the mess up part about it all is just working in retail. You get it. And like, look, we haven't got through everything, so y'all gonna get some real deep. When you work in retail, I don't think people, even our friends, they don't respect the fact that you work in luxury retail. No. It's a joke to them. Like, asking to use things of you or use your discount or can you do this for me or buy this for me? Like, it's a joke to you. And I'm like, do you know what I have to go through when working in luxury retail? I have people calling or texting my phone at 5 o'clock in the morning because they're halfway across the world. It's 3 p.m. over there, bitch. Right. You asking on the dress at 5 a.m. That's the problem. And it's like, y'all don't take that business serious. So when you sit here and you come to us and you're like, yo, let me hear your discount, that's an insult. No shade. Because it's like this. You do realize I'm hustling, and it's a slow season. We have slow seasons. Our slow seasons are probably one of the longest slow seasons because they're for a few months. Right. Slow season in January, February. It don't pick back up until March, and then the girls go crazy in April because it's Easter, <laughs> and then they slow it down until the end of May because then it starts for sale. Right. And they're gone July. August, and then come back in September. Back in September, they pay it. And, and then the collections don't drop after. until like, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 but you want a discount. Right. <laughs> you want some shoes. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. I totally feel you, but I'm like I only gave my discount to people that I know that know the hustle. They know the struggle, and they're not gonna come in ask me to get three and four of the same things because the boyfriend wants to dress like the girlfriend and they want to dress it like the baby and do all that. It's given and like you have to know what the etiquette is of going to get a discount. Like if I need something really really bad and I really want it, that's the only time I ask. Good, good girlfriend. That's a good, good girlfriend, or you you got to be able to give me a kidney if I need one. <laughs> girl, shut up. You know it's already provided to you. Anyway, you got to be my good girlfriend or be able to give me a kidney. I only got three good girlfriends, and two of them are here. So, with that being said... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I thought you were going to walk off. Oh shit, it's nine o'clock already. Yeah. So, but no, it's just people. The world is just the world. Okay. So, for those That's- of you that have also missed the beginning, we went over the Porsche and her thing. We went over um, what did we speak of? Nicki Minaj's drop and the lack of new music in that, and we also. Uh, we ended by talking about the people that are going to jail next year for <laughs> for abusing the PPP loans. Huh? They're going this year. So, in the world of my late great sister, you better let go. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all got to take this whole summer off because if y'all out, it's good. But you, the stupid part about it is that they were really putting people's address on there. There was people address people's at full addresses and full government names on yep. these forms. So it's really sad and I, I hope they figure it out. But it's really, really wait, so y'all think Portia is wrong? We were it was mixed reviews. Like some of us think that she was wrong. Some people think that it was played you out know, right. Since you want to be like that, I'm gonna tell you, no, she's not wrong. And let me tell you why, like I said. For the girls that say she's a, she's wrong, that's because you didn't play your cards right, okay? Like I said, we've all been Porsches in our lives, okay? We've all been Porsches. We all got some girlfriends that are Porsches, girl. You know not to keep that bitch around your man. And that's that. Period. <laughs> but that, okay? She's playing chess. She's setting herself up for a better tomorrow. And you know what? I'm not even mad at you. I'm not even so- mad at her. When it's that kind of money involved, I'm not mad. I You can't be mad. Right. She wasn't her friend. But again, and if I don't know if you're a sis or a, or a sis, but how many girls are our friends? But they will get ahead and give some head. So girl, take it, girl. Portia is now sucking a forty million dollar dick. Okay, she stayed in the M category, but she just elevated. Okay, she elevated. Like I said, some of you bitches out here sucking dick for being MCM, and you get in and out burgers, bitch. All right. So you do Jay, not, not on like, that note. I got to go because I can't, I don't know if I can take too much. <laughs> she a $40 million dick, me. Oh, oh girl, my God. Girl, stop playing with me, girl. I, 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 I totally, totally get it. I have to, I, I, I get it because of the way that you're, how plain you're putting it out there. But. Oh my god! Oh my god! She'll be pregnant. She's probably pregnant now. If she's smart, baby, I would have started ovulating as soon as I started his network. But you know that, like, those a lot. Some of those African men, when they're done having kids, they're done having kids. So he, she might not. As soon as I push out, push out one of your seeds, just know. As soon as it come out, there's a contact right behind it. Hi, I need you to find this because what we're not gonna do is is that. Okay. How does this man, how does he make his money again? Do we know? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to research that. I need to find out because it could be a little bit of fraud in there as well. Around these parts, $40. What the fuck you get for $40? Girl, I didn't even get me McDonald's. You get that around around the world. I mean, doing things for $40. shout out to all the sex workers that got their OnlyFans and stuff on popping because... <laughs> no, wait a minute. Because I 
I don't knock the girls. I've seen how lucrative that that can be. I can't do it, but shout out to the girls that got... That's an honest hustle to me because I would much rather you do that than be out here frauding people. Like I said. Because the girls were frauding unemployment and the girls that actually have to file unemployment can't get unemployment because they're making you go through all these loops and shit just to get a little check every week. And motherfuckers want to be back to work. Uh, Nigel said he owns. Oh, he owns clubs and restaurants. Pussy mismanagement running rampant. <laughs> That's I mean, I feel like if you went down there, you would do the same thing that you're doing here because you're you're literally in New York City and you don't do the girls. Because the thing I've realized about Atlanta is like, I'm sorry, I know a lot of y'all are from Atlanta, but it's just y'all are forced advertisement because the girls will have a whole big camaraderie for a house party. It's not giving that bitch. Once I see them three lights hanging and then those beige floors, I gotta go. Ah! <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Y'all be doing too much. I can't. Like, the girls roll out red carpets. It's, it's too much. And I put on y'all's finest, Gary. I, mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, it's too much of a big poppy show. And, All right. I, <laughs> First of all, I think I'm drunk. One. <laughs> I cannot do this. With, I can't do this with you. I cannot do this with you. No. You know I'm low-key. I don't like gay people. I, I said it. I, and people know that. Like, I'm very selective with who I mess with in the community. And I feel like that's where uh, you and I get along. Exactly. Because I'll quickly tell the girls, I don't, like, I'm not with it. Like I said, and I'm not even going to get into this whole day dumb shit because y'all don't want to hear my views. Y'all would really not like Can it. we save so, that for the next episode? We can. Because I, I feel like I need to break this down. I also, I keep saying that I need to get a transsexual that I want to interview, but, like, I don't... <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I do, too, but I really want some... I really need someone to break it down. Yeah, down. I'm here for it. But what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to play with somebody in my face talking about, I have no pronouns, and you bitch, you have a beard and a dress on. Get the fuck out of my face. Anyway. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. Get me off of me. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! So you guys, we are we are done. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us this evening, um, and staying on with us and keeping us entertained as we keep you entertained. Tonight's episode was brought to you by Maroon Seventy Four. Go and check it out. I got my slides. I wore them today. They're super super comfy. Um, it's Maroon Seventy Four on Instagram, right? Uh, at the Maroon 74 studio. At the Maroon 74 studio. The Maroon 74 is her personal. So yeah. go and get your mink slides. Support black businesses. Nadine is awesome. These are super cool. I got them in the black mink. They come yeah. in a bunch of different colors. I I'm, think... Uh, Say it again. I'm having a new color for vacation. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all y'all get to hear. <laughs> I'm gonna get me a new. I'm gonna get me another piece. See, I was scared to get a lighter color because I don't want it to get dirty. Right. So yeah. So go check it out. It's at the Maroon Seventy Four Studio, right? Yeah. And tell Nadine that we sent you over here at Cocktails and Conversation. 
Period. You guys have been awesome. Jay, you're always awesome. We are definitely going like, to plan for another one because I really want to get into the pronoun conversation. I want to see if I can get a few people uh-huh. on to really break down what this conversation is because we only know... I just recently found out at 30, what, 34 years old that I'm a cisgender male. Okay, whatever. Listen, I come from a day and age where there was only four letters. That's it. That's the tweet. Okay. <laughs> so we'll bring we'll, we'll we'll bring back this conversation on another episode. Okay, so and uh, Tutu, you can actually talk to us about your daughter. I'm all done. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been really great um i don't what did i come in on i think it was i came in on a song i think it was that Nicki Minaj song <laughs> i had to because we were going to talk about it anyway so you guys thank you so much for joining us and see you next time on Cocktails and conversation with Bounty Leader and Neil Christian. All right? I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Bye. Oh my goodness. The baddest in the flames. Oh my god. That was crazy.